I've spent 140 hours learning to code this year. And the question is, was this a complete waste of time? Before we dig into today's episode, I want to thank you for being here. If you are listening, if you are still with me on this show, I am extremely grateful. I haven't recorded in about three months. I moved. I've been fighting some burnout, but I am back. Going to work on getting a regular cadence on recording. I got a little eager there for a while. I launched a second podcast that I was putting out daily, but I could not keep that up. So if you are here with me, I am incredibly grateful. So without further ado, let's dive into today's show. You might be asking, why would a digital marketer spend 140 hours learning to code? It's a very good question. Some might say, you know, why wouldn't you just invest 140 hours into perfecting your craft? And while that's a great question, while that may be incredibly true, I would like to argue that this 140 hours into something completely divergent from what I'm doing has a direct impact on my success on what I do on a day-to-day basis. Now, I want to give you some context and I want to take you way back to where did this even start from? So join me on this journey and let me talk to you about why I even started to consider Decode in the first place. So over the last couple of years, I've been and become extremely consumed by the hustle. I know we see it all the time, but it's so hard to fight. You know, I got consumed by this need to do more, to accomplish more, to make more. And really, when it gets down to it, it was all driven by this sense of lack. I wasn't doing enough. I needed to do more. I didn't have enough. I needed to accomplish more. I didn't have enough money to do the things I wanted to do. So I needed to do more so I could make more money. And really when push comes to shove, this all it did was lead me down this path of physical, emotional, and psychological burnout. And something had to give. And this is something that has become increasingly aware for me. And something that I really needed to address. And this is something that I am in the pursuit of doing right now. And that's why we started to get into this realm of coding. And it started to just literally affect my happiness, this burnout and this sense of lack. So from a place of burnout and from a place of seeking joy, I began the pursuit of finding a hobby. You know, a hobby, those things you do when you're not working. I know it can be pretty difficult for some of us to conceptualize what those are. And it's so true. This is actually something I found incredibly difficult for me to do, trying to find a hobby. I found myself asking questions like, what do I enjoy? And they literally left me with a blank screen because all I could come up with were things that were related to work or things that were related to making money. All I've done for the last 18 years is work. Most of the trips I've taken over the last five to six years were directly related to work. And you may have noticed in my office, if you're watching the recording on YouTube, the lights just went out because it's a holiday and apparently the lights are on a timer. So, you know, we're going to, we're going to make do with the lighting. It's not bad, actually. 
as I was saying, most of the trips were related to work. They were going to masterminds. They were meeting colleagues. They were going to meet mentors. Most of the friends that I had developed had come specifically from work and were related to masterminds. All day I worked. Even my relationship with my wife, we worked together for so many years that all of our conversations were talking about work, talking about our next launch. We would spend the weekends planning all what everything to do with work and trying to think of what to do outside of work was incredibly difficult. So I found myself hitting Google just like every single one of us would do starting to just Google lists of hobbies. You know, I found things like axe throwing and fashion, doing yoga, taking up boxing, you know, doing mixology, starting to play board games like chess, you know, going hunting, which I'm not an outdoors person, you know, going hiking, doing spin class. And on that list was learning to code. For a while, I actually took up mixology. This was something I found super fun, super fascinating. And while it was extremely fun, I spent a lot of time and a lot of money. I spent hundreds of dollars building this, you know, this really good liquor collection that I've actually traveled with from like three different locations. Um, I started to realize that drinking might not be the healthiest hobby and the healthiest pastime. And the fact that my body just doesn't respond well to alcohol anymore. I have a single drink. I sleep like crap and I feel hungover for the next day. So I decided this probably wasn't the best thing to pursue. And this led me to next on my list, which was coding. And personally, I love technology. I love movies like Swordfish. I love shows like Mr. Robot. I love building computers. I love wandering around Best Buy. I am a nerd at heart. You give me something with computers, technology, or computer hacking, and I get super excited. And I actually spent 10 years in web development before I ever got into kind of traditional marketing as a career. So I signed up on Codecademy and I started to learn Python. Python is where I started because, well, I did a bunch of research on Google and was trying to figure out where I should start. And it seemed like a great language. It was very popular. It was also linked to things like being used for data science and data analysis, being used for AI and machine learning. And well, you know, data science and reporting and machine learning are, you know, fairly tightly correlated to marketing. I figured that would be pretty cool. And also learning to code was also an employable skill. I eventually switched from Python into front end development, specifically JavaScript and React. And this year I have spent over 140 hours on Codecademy learning to code. I have no idea if I'm going to do anything with this. I've done lots of little practice projects, but am I going to build a web application? Am I going to switch my career? I have no idea, and I'm not going to put any time into that. But what I do know for sure is that it's fun. It is creative. It keeps my mind sharp. It's not work. And something that I found I really appreciate is it isn't driven by monetary gain. Something I don't necessarily like about marketing all the time is that everything we do is driven by money. 
everything that we do and the results we get puts a value on our worth that resembles how much money we've made somebody. And that can be difficult at times. So I really did like about coding is it kind of was a an ability for me to dissociate from all of those things and just really sink into something completely unrelated to everything that I had known up until this time. So if we kind of dive into, okay, well, what did I take away from all of this? Well, let's get into it because there were some things that from the outset, I didn't actually expect to be benefits. Now, one of those things is finding a hobby and finding something you enjoy doing at 35, I found really fucking hard. And if you're in a similar position, in a similar phase to your life as me, and you've been consumed by work like me, um, you may find yourself in a similar position. But I do really encourage you to push through. <laughs> it might be uncomfortable at first, but push through and, and try and find something you're passionate about. Because not only did it have a direct correlation to things like my overall you know, sense of worth, my happiness, but it actually did end up having some some pretty cool carryovers into work. Um, it wasn't up until recently where I've really kind of seen that come to fruition. I spend, as a marketer, I do spend some time working with a technical marketing team. I do spend some time working with clients on getting things like their tracking set up. We might be working with a client where they've got a, a business and we need to get a, an offline conversion tracking and a custom API set up with Facebook. Or we might need to set up some zaps to you know, send some information from Salesforce back to Google to track some offline conversions. So there's varying degrees of kind of development type things that are going on in my day-to-day -day job. And having the ability and this base level knowledge around coding and React applications and SPAs and front-end development started to actually be beneficial because when the development team said, hey, we're, we're, we're having these issues or I noticed some issues, I had an understanding as to why. And acting as a middleman between our internal tracking team and the client and their development team, I was able to be much more competent and streamline these conversations. Also, I you know have some of my own landing pages. So having the ability to write some JavaScript code, to install tracking scripts, or have the ability to make some custom modifications based on being able to actually write and understand the code was pretty cool. I've been able to kind of play around with like the YouTube API a little bit, you know, kind of doing some AI and chat GPT things, which has been pretty cool. I've also had the ability to work with our CRO team as well. So when I met with our CRO team and I said, hey, the client is really interested in having somebody be able to implement this for them. And the CRO team talked about all the programming language and their their development process and their testing process. And as he gave all of this lingo to me, I knew exactly what he was talking about. I didn't know the, the nitty gritty details, but I understood what he was talking about. So when I take that and translate it to the client, I am very confident in what I'm speaking about. I can communicate it well, and I can instill that confidence into the clients that I'm working with. Now, you might not be in the same position as me where you're learning development and it can directly apply to your, you know, your marketing skill set, but the thing is that I had the pursuit of happiness being driven by doing something not related to work, which brought me to seeking out a hobby. And this hobby, yes, it brought me joy. It brings me joy. I'm still doing it. But it also had these indirect benefits like, you know, being able to 
understand what the technical marketing team is talking about and the CRO team and have those conversations. But directly, it had an impact on my happiness. It had an impact on my stress levels. It gave me something to do outside of work that wasn't work-related. And those benefits from an emotional and psychological level have had a direct impact on what I do during the day. Because if my stress levels decrease, if my motivation increases, if my burnout decreases, well, yeah, that has a direct impact on what I do during those you know eight to 10 hours that I'm working in a day. So having this pursuit of a hobby, spending 140 hours coding had a very positive impact and I would not trade that. I don't think that spending those same 140 hours into something marketing related would have had the same impact. I actually think it could have had a converse, an inverse impact where spending an additional 140 hours on something that I would deem as work outside of work would have probably driven me into a deeper state of burnout. And burnout is something that I'm actively working very hard to slowly kind of dig myself out of the hole that I put myself in. So these are things that as we have been in it for years, as we've been kind of consumed by work, as we start to get older in life, something I'm realizing now, the conversation about what we're doing starts to change. And if you are finding yourself in a similar position where most of what you do is work, you don't have a ton of things outside of work that you do, or maybe you're noticing that your overall levels of happiness or self-worth aren't as high as they used to or aren't where you would like them to be. That could be work-related. It could just be a level of awareness. Maybe you're just more aware of it than you used to be. But I really do highly recommend that you seek out a hobby, that you seek out something non-work-related and understand that even if it doesn't have a direct benefit to what you do with work, that those subtle indirect benefits are extremely important. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Really, really appreciate you being here and I'll talk to you soon.